everyone, it's Shona again, coming to you live from my own back garden. It's such a nice day. I can record inside, I need to get outside in the sunshine and record this for you. Listen, you can hear the birds. It's night cha. So this week I had an epiphany. I absolutely love reframing things and I think I got this from Emma because she literally reframes everything (laughs) that happens to her and turns any negative into a positive, which is like quite impressive, isn't it? So I think that's definitely rubbing off on me. Anyway, let me tell you what happened this week. So I was in my back garden and my next door neighbour, who is a man in his 50s, a very nice man, said, oh, they'll not be long now talking about my baby coming. Now I'm 31 weeks pregnant and nine more weeks is what it takes for me to get to full term. Nine weeks sounds like the longest time ever so I was like no still got like two months to go and then literally that same afternoon the man who cuts my grass How middle class do I sound? The man who cuts my grass said to Paul, are you sure it's not twins? And yeah, I think my bump is looking really big. And for a little while I was having this kind of like anxiety about the size of it. Um, because I've still got like nine weeks to go. So if I look at my baby centre app, it says my baby is three and a half pounds and babies come out at like six or seven pounds it's only halfway to the full size and it feels like my bump is massive anyway that is another issue that's another thing that I need to get my head around but anyway I don't mind when people make comments like that at all I think I was like so prepared so mentally prepared for people to make comments on my body and I was so ready for it to like sting or hurt or whatever But I actually don't mind. And the reason that I don't mind is, have you ever heard the phrase, it takes a village to raise a baby? I'll say that again, because it's, it's an epic phrase. It takes a village to raise a baby. Now, I think that comes from like this sort of primal instinct in us to have an interest in the next generation of people that are are coming up ahead of us like unless you're a complete sociopath um probably you care about children babies the next generation what's going to happen in the future and i think just generally people are really excited and fascinated and interested when they see a pregnant woman because i'm now at the stage where like i'm very very obviously pregnant i've got a big bump and my body is is changing a lot and yeah there is a lot of comments on it but I genuinely think it's coming from a place where people are just really interested and fascinated and actually people love seeing a pregnant woman a pregnant person like I know I think that pregnant people are the most fascinating wonderful gorgeous thing in the world I just think like that is a commonly held opinion so whenever someone comments now I don't mind 
because I know it's coming from a place where they're just interested and yeah it would actually be weird if people didn't make a comment do you know what I mean so if someone saw me and they didn't comment on it (laughs) it almost feels weird now so yeah that's just my little reframing of comments on my body I don't mind it anymore it's cool just as long as you don't tell me I'm a fat mess don't say that so this week we're back again answering questions that were asked on my Instagram so we've got a range here just general questions pregnancy questions and some yoga questions so let's crack on this is literally the best question that I have ever been asked that seems like a massive exaggeration but it's a really good question so here we go When did it switch in your mind that you were strong and healthy? So I felt the need to actually message this person and just sort of clarify what they meant. And they said to me that they were working really hard in the gym and they have leg muscles starting but they're still soft in the middle and the top. Um, I both feel like I am strong and not strong. So, first of all, I don't think that strong and healthy is an aesthetic at all, in any way. Strong and healthy are 100% a frame of mind. Because you can be absolutely shredded, you can have all the muscle muscle mass visible, but have got there in a really unhealthy way and have a really unhealthy mindset... And equally, you can be someone who is physically not strong at all, but mentally really, really strong. And just the other way around, like you could be physically strong and mentally not strong. So I think it is all encompassing. Like, yes, there is an element of it that includes your physical health and your physical strength, but mostly I think strength and health are a frame of mind. So I'm thinking in particular about my dad. So my dad passed away a few years ago of cancer and if you've ever lost someone to cancer it is so awful to watch. Um, He was ill for about a year before he died and it literally zapped his strength, his physical strength. However, the way that he dealt with it was so brave and just so commendable. To this day, I can't imagine how he did it. Because when when you are diagnosed with cancer, well, when he was diagnosed with cancer, it was one of those horrible struggles where along the way there was just more and more bad news. And at some point I was like well I was really struggling to deal with it how is this man dealing with this and he always stayed positive he always stayed uh, cheerful was cheering me my sisters my mum up being bubbly and bright and that to me is that strength that is strength like no other type of strength and that was yeah just so so special to see 
and so impressive to see. So going back to this person's question, uh, we continued talking and they said that they were continuing to work on getting strong, being healthier, and they just sort of wondered when they were going to start feeling like that. So I think thinking about strength and thinking about health as as a destination rather than what you're doing to yourself right now at this very moment is probably not the best idea. And something that really switched for me was uh, the idea that I am an athlete. So there shouldn't be any gatekeeping around the term athlete. You might not be a professional athlete, you might not work in fitness or sport or anything like that at all, or even compete in a sport. But I believe if you invest energy, time, money, your efforts into your health and fitness, then you are an athlete and you deserve to call yourself an athlete. And when I made that change, that then led to a complete change in like lots of other behaviours for me. So I really wanted to give up alcohol a couple of years ago and I really struggled with actually getting started and thinking that I should do it. But the switch for me was when I woke up one morning and decided I wanted to feel like an athlete every day. So feeling like an athlete for me meant giving up alcohol. So the moment that I did that, I was like, right, well, I am making a huge effort. I've shifted this massive behaviour. I'm now an athlete. And then lots of other behaviours then started to fall in place. Like I found it so much easier to uh, adhere to eating really well. I've never had any issues like with my training, but I was much more sensible and efficient in my training like I wasn't always just trying to smash myself I was really focusing on progressive overload really focusing on my technique focusing on being the best that I could be so the none of that is how I look or how much weight I can lift or actually what I can do all of it is in how I view myself and how I treat myself So, 100% feeling strong and healthy or being strong and healthy is all in the way that you see yourself, all in the way that you view yourself. Okay, next question. Can you build muscle, e.g. hypertrophy, in pregnancy? Very good question. Yes, yes, yes. Oh my God, yes, hun. You absolutely can. You can definitely build strength and build muscle during pregnancy and if you actually haven't started strength training yet, then while you're pregnant is actually a really good place to start. Of course, make sure that you have a qualified coach and a trainer to help you, uh, to program for you, to make sure that you're doing all the exercises correctly. But starting when you're pregnant is actually a really, really good idea. 
someone said something to me once and I was like holy shit that's so true they said why would you want to be weak and stiff for giving birth and I was like yeah that makes total sense so when people are like why or should they start strength training or should they strength train during the pregnancy I'm like hell yes my darling you absolutely should because you need to be strong you need to be fit and you need to be flexible I'll come back to that Uh, strong fit and flexible for the athletic event of your life now I'm thinking birth is going to be up there with the athletic event of your life so why do we say flexible because when you're going into labor you want to be able to move as much as possible to get that baby out there um get stretching get lunging front uh, front to back side to side moving your pelvis all that good stuff so that your baby's in the best position and from a purely um personal perspective yoga has been the absolute game changer for me because I was always 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 um strength training um but I've really made a concerted effort to on top of my teaching yoga to do my own yoga practice and yoga has been the game changer for me during pregnancy because I've been very lucky I've not felt much soreness like I've not had a sore back I've not had pelvic girdle pain I've not had really any SI joint issues um everything's felt really good and I think that's because I've just got the ability the ability to be able to stretch it all off and get my body moving and whenever like I feel bloated or have maybe this isn't just me like sometimes my ribs feel like they're digging into my own body (laughs) um I think that's just because they're all moving if I just do some stretches bending from side to side it it literally just eases it off so much um and I know this question wasn't about yoga or flexibility um it was about strength training and actually about building muscle uh so I will go back to that but yeah yoga has been a game changer Okay, so let's go back to um, can you build muscle? I think possibly people might think, oh, well, there's no point continuing to build strength or maintain muscle mass while you're pregnant um, because you're like, oh, well, I can't do that anyway. You absolutely can. You 100% can. Next question. Shona, are you doing anything special for stretch mark prevention? Okay, so not particularly. (laughs) I'm just keeping moisturised every time I come out of the shower, slathering myself in a lovely body oil or moisturiser. I actually did, at the very start of my pregnancy, buy these special pants and a special cream and the company is called Secret Saviours. I can't remember why... I bought it I think I think because maybe a friend had used it or my sister had said she'd maybe used it but I haven't actually opened the box yet (laughs) 
Because I, I actually think that like throughout the course of my pregnancy, it's become something I've cared not very much about. Maybe I did care at the very start. Um, but the truth is that there's not really anything you can do about stretch marks. It depends on so many things like where your baby's sitting, the size of your baby, your genetics, things like that. So it doesn't really make sense that rubbing a cream in would work or would stop stretch marks. And the idea behind these pants, so like they're literally the most unattractive thing ever. It's like a giant pair of pants and um, the bit that sits against your belly has all these like little sticky pads and I think the idea is that it's meant to like you're meant to put the cream on, put the pants on and then the sticky pads like hold your skin in place hmm, that's the idea but I don't think like it's necessarily scientifically proven to work I think they've just said, oh we've had really great results and people are saying that they don't have stretch marks after wearing these pants Anyway, I've not started using them. However, I do have nine weeks still to go. So maybe like I will get some stretch marks along the way. And I think even if I do, I don't really care. Because again, I've said this before in my podcast. You can't expect your body not to change after having a baby. Like that is some sort of crazy myth that is told to us by the media that we're meant to look as little like we have carried a human as possible but the fact is you're probably going to get stretch marks on your belly you might even get stretch marks on your boobs I already have tons of stretch marks on my hips on my bum just from like growing just from like you know puberty and stuff and those have never held me back those have never upset me so why would some stretch marks on my stomach um a very close friend of mine has a baby that's eight months and she had stretch marks but then also they're starting to go now and she's noticing them less and she also doesn't give a shit so yeah, apart from staying moisturised and not worrying about it, I am doing nothing special for stretch mark prevention. Next question. What is the best way to repair core after pregnancies? So I assume that this person is talking about diastasis. Um, so diastasis I've covered before in a podcast is the separation of your abdominal muscles it's a completely natural process happens in 100% of pregnancies Um, and then some people take longer than others for their abs to rejoin together after they've had their baby so something that I read earlier which I really like as a a great way of reframing this. So instead of focusing on repairing or focusing too much on just bringing your abs back together, think of it more as making your core strong again. So focusing on the strength of your core rather than the aesthetics of your core because that one, that's so much, so much more important how strong your core is rather than just how it looks. Um, 
the best thing for you to do is to book an appointment with a pelvic floor physio. Pelvic floor physios work also on core, can help you with bringing your abs separation back together, help on help with um, rebuilding your core strength and also make sure that you're engaging your core correctly because while I think, yes, focus on getting your core strong again, uh, you need to make sure that you're actually doing all your exercises properly. Um, and just like any other type of physio work, um, it takes time, it takes patience, you have to actually do the rehab. If you don't do the rehab, then it's not going to work. And I think also focusing too much on the actual aesthetics of your core, um, so like the separation part of it, can be really demotivating and demoralising because what you might be doing is like checking the gap every time you do some sort of like core exercise and it's not going to be like done in a couple of weeks. It takes time. So instead focusing on the strength of your core, you're going to notice the changes in that much quicker. So, yep, book an appointment with a pelvic floor physio if you're in Glasgow. Rosie Davy is amazing. Rosie Davy Physiotherapy, I think is her Instagram, but you'll be able to find her. Um, she will make you feel completely at ease, help you with your postnatal recovery, and you just got to make sure that you do the exercise that she tells you to do and be consistent and be patient. Okay, next question. I like yoga and running, but don't love most strength training. Can't relate. Do I have to do weights to lose weight and maintain muscle? Okay, first of all, you don't have to do weights to lose weight. However, you do have to do weights to maintain muscle. You don't have to strength train to lose fat because you could just be in a calorie deficit and you would lose body fat. However, you would just become a smaller version of yourself. And most people, I'm going to assume, want to look toned as well as, or want to look toned instead of just looking like a smaller version of their self. And if you might have heard it's not a very nice expression. The expression skinny fat, that's what that means. So it's basically just being small but having no muscle mass. Also, having muscle mass, especially if you are a woman, is so important for health reasons, especially important as we get older. And I'm going to direct you to a podcast to listen to. And that podcast is episode 152 of the ESG Fitness Podcast, The Importance of Muscle for Health. And that will tell you everything you need to know and you will be completely sold on building muscle and strength training by the end of it. I promise. So I had to come in. I'm now inside because my neighbour who I mentioned earlier on the podcast, he came outside and also I've burnt my face. Did you know that when you're pregnant, you're more susceptible to burning? And I've definitely found that I tan. I'm tanning much more than I normally would, which I quite like. I've got loads of freckles. However, I do now have a burnt cheek. So I'm inside. 
Okay, let's do one more question. If I do yoga as extra sessions when I already train a lot, will I be hindering my recovery? So just to give you an idea of like what my normal training is like outside of outside of pregnancy, I train in CrossFit five to six times a week. And then I also teach yoga four times a week. Yoga has very little, actually yoga has very little, has no negative impact on my strength training and in fact I would say it has just a positive benefit on my strength training. Because I'm more mobile, um, I'm more flexible but also just it gives me a chance to switch off and do a very, very opposite type of training. So my, I'm going to sound super wanky yoga teacher here, but yoga to strength training is my yin to my yang. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, so unless you were doing something like Ashtanga yoga, so Ashtanga yoga, if you've not tried it, it's a, it's like essentially a, like a routine that you follow, like you have to do the exact movements to make it a legit Ashtanga routine and it takes you about an hour and a half to do. It is super tough on your body and I remember when I did my yoga teacher training we spent a full week on Ashtanga and what we would do is the full primary series in the morning and at night and we did that for like five days. So essentially we did it 10 times in the space of five days let me tell you, my body was broken. <laughs> and I mean, like if, like all things, the poison is in the dose. And we'll, we'll, we'll use yoga in that as well. Like if you were doing yoga twice a day, yes, that would have an impact on your strength training. But if you're doing yoga like two, three times, even four times a week, then I think that it's only going to have a really nice effect on your training um so yeah avoid the ashtanga five ten times a week that's not gonna help and um there is so much to be said for just moving slowly and breathing like I remember when I first tried yoga it was so bizarre to me to move slowly because I'm so used to moving fast and actually, like, I'd never spent time just breathing. <laughs> just breathe. Remember, um, Gemma Collins said that. And in fact, the f- one of the first yoga classes I did was, was just breathing. Which is kind of a weird way to get into yoga. But it was, it was so hard. It was really challenging. But... Do not underestimate how important learning how to breathe properly is and the impact that it has on your central nervous system, on your ability to relax and recover. So, no, I don't think that adding yoga sessions in will hinder your recovery and, in fact, it will help it. Anyway, I hope you have enjoyed this week's episode of the Shona Strong podcast. 
I'm going to go away and apply some aftersun to my face. I hope you're enjoying the sunshine. I hope you are using SPF. If you're not using SPF, what are you doing? Get some on just now. You don't want to burn and get wrinkles. No. Have a lovely week and I will see you next time. Bye-bye.